After a week to collect our faults, it's Fleet Week, it's back, and I'm joined by the revamped, revitalized Shoot 2.0. Shoot, how are you doing? Not bad, man. How are you? I'm terrific. I'm very excited to see your, your new take on, on professional wrestling podcasting, you know? Well, you know, I got a lot of feedback, you know, DMs that I definitely read. Um, people telling me it was too dark and not enough color. Um, so, you know, I revamped the studio. Um, we're adding some color here. Some new lights. Some color. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. If I, see, the thing is, for the people at home, this is a good bit. For me, it's so much better, though, because I know that this is actually like a thing that's come together in the last three hours. Yes. <laughs> Pull back the curtain a little bit and talk a bit about it, because it was so funny you texting it to me. Well, I had the idea earlier today, um, and I looked around my whole house looking for, like, different backgrounds. Um I couldn't think of anything. And then I thought of Christmas lights and we didn't have any colored ones. And my wife, God bless her. She went and bought me some. <laughs> so here we are. Incredible, incredible <laughs> stuff. Now I will say, and I know you didn't watch, but you know, that, that coward Jack Crosby watched live in support of the USA network. But I will say like that show is going to be, if Jeff Jarrett isn't coming back to give us a dumb wrestling promotion, I think Vince has got us covered on Wednesday, on Tuesdays, brother. It's it's a show. Let me tell. You. I mean, you're never going to watch it, but fuck, it was inc- it was it was outrageous. Some of the shit they pulled last night. God bless them. Yeah, um, it seemed like something. It's also yeah. popping me that you cannot see my face now because yes. of the light that I've the actual complete opposite effects. What you intended. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm is for that. In some ways, that feels like a good metaphor for the whole thing, right? So that's fine. Um, yeah. The chat is fired up. An amazing backdrop, a lot of love here. Shout out, confirm shoes wife. There we go. <laughs> That's better. There you go. Um, okay, we're back to flick now. I think we, we, it's best we like set the tone here because we always run out of time. So let's do this now. Shoot and I have been talking about this show and it's kind of place in the uh, distraction universe, so to speak. When this show was a thing and we came up with it, we didn't know the late night grin was going to be a thing, right? Correct. And the grin has become a very special show. So you can speak to this pretty better than I can, but from what I, you know, from our conversation, this is going to be much more um, informal in that we're going to just kind of hop on when we feel it's necessary. It's so like, it, without speaking for you, next Wednesday feels like a big one after Ash, right? Yeah. If we if we want to talk about that, we can. Some weeks we're not going to hop here just for the sake of it because shoot is already going to be on this this platform for like four or five hours <laughs> every single week just with the grin. So anyway, speak to that a little bit before we get started here. Yeah, I think that's like I don't ever want to struggle for stuff to talk about, um, yeah. and not that we really have done that yet. But like, for example, you know, we have the Universal Studios thing, which which mm-hmm. helps a lot. But like Dynamite, it's going to be good, but I don't really think there's a lot to like, <laughs> yeah, to break down tonight. Um, so yeah, I don't think we're going to do this every single week going forward. Um, but we'll still be around, and the grin. Late night grin's not going anywhere, folks. That that thing is special. Um, I think Joe and I and Bob for whatever he contributes, and I mean I can speak for myself. I'm kind of blown away by what we've created there. Um, <laughs> like we've made an actual thing where we're just popping ourselves, but at the same time we're having real like 
substantial conversations at times and, and people seem to enjoy it. So I think we're going to focus on that going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll definitely still be around um, more impromptu type stuff. Right. Which is, I mean, let's be honest with our track record that will happen more often than not. Right. Yes. We're, you know, <laughs> we're, a, we're a Bud Matt debut away from going live at any moment, of course. So I no, I think you're right. I do want to give love to the people that watch the late night green. It's got 240 views. People have actually told me shoot, they've watched it multiple times, which is one of the funniest concepts I've ever heard in my life. Wow. Um, people like that show. And I, you know, you've said about it being a community thing. We don't need to get sappy here before this show even starts, but like, it seems like people enjoy coming together for that Friday night. You know, the wrestling's dumb. People watch SmackDown, watch Rampage, whatever they watch, and then they sit and we talk about social issues for four hours. For <laughs> I mean, that's the magic of it, too. We And, you know, we just kind of talked about this on our own, but, like, we don't plan anything. That first week we planned something. Um, I don't really think we're going to do that again. Um, it works better just showing up. We talk about Rampage a little bit. We know we're going to do that. Um, but then... You know, we just go wherever the night takes us, and it works. Um, we keep saying we're not going to go so long, but we probably are going to keep doing that. I mean, <laughs> yeah, and, and here's the thing with that, guys. He's like, if the way that your life is, you can't make time for that. We get that. It is as much as anything to put us, though. So, like, here's the way I look at it. If, you, if your job means that you're driving across the country, or, you know, you're sitting in your car for three, four hours, you can break that up and watch it through the week, listen to it straight through the week. If not, and you have to miss some of it, that's absolutely fine. We we respect that you watch any of it or support anything we do, but you do need to realize that that show is almost 95% us popping ourselves. So <laughs> if we're having fun, we are going to keep going, right? Like it is what it is. And, and I know that sounds self-absorbed, but like I do a lot of shows every week. It's nice to have a show that is just a purely a vehicle to meet up with you guys and talk about wrestling. It's just fun. Yeah, I mean, I look forward to it every week, like mm-hmm. legitimately. Um and yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I don't like. I'm happy anyone's watching it. Yeah. I don't want anyone, to, and I don't, we're not doing it in a way that I feel like you need. You know what I mean? Like, if you miss a week, I mean, it's not episodic. You we're going to repeat ourselves a lot. Yeah. Let's be honest, right? And the nice it. thing is, we're not really doing. You know, like this show, after Dynamite, half of it's outdated. Yeah. But the grin. We, we I mean we do a little bit of predictions and stuff, but that's long term stuff. Exactly. No, you're right. And I mean, some of the, the kind of broader conversations on Friday, if you haven't watched that show and for some reason watching this one, I recommend you check it out. There was actually some some stuff of note there. There was also just some nice broader wrestling conversations about, you know, Ultimate Big Bold. And it's good shit. I like it. Anyway, interesting week for AEW. Um, one of their biggest attendances ever for a, yeah. for a crowd that once expected to get blood and guts and is now getting Adam Cole Bay Bay. Um, where is your excitement level at for tonight? I'm six seven because it's like, you know, it's dynamite. I think if you're a bigger Adam Cole fan, you'd be higher than that. Yeah. But like, where are you at personally? Yeah, I would agree with you. Like, a, you know, I'm always excited for dynamite, but yeah, it's like, it's a weird show tonight. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not saying in a bad way, just like they've only got four matches announced, which is. And with the way they do things, that's probably all they're doing. Like, I doubt they're going to – I think Cole and Kazarian are probably going a long time. Sorry um, to hear that. Yeah. Um, the Layla and Jade thing is fascinating. Um, mm. 
because I've definitely talked myself into the possibility that Layla's going to win, which is probably a mistake, but feels it's, possible. It's time, man. This this Jade thing, she's a long-term project. I don't want to put her in a 12-minute title match against Britt, especially anytime soon. Do something interesting. Make a star in, in Layla. It won't hurt Jade at all. You can actually tell right. a story off of it. Like, I just think, and, and here's the thing, people can scoff at that because I was even talking myself into like fucking Kiera catching her. You know, like I'm I'm ready to just do something different. But Layla is. How great was she on that road to deal, man? Yeah. She's incredible. I honestly think, and I know she's not the conventional choice, and Brit will always be the face of the division, but like when people talk about money, stars, and acts in the women's division, she's very rarely listed because, again, she's not conventional. I think Layla could be like just such a great baby face role model kind of character, not a role model where you have her say on TV all the time, you know, like one yeah. where she's just awesome. She fights uphill. She's, she has this scrappy style. She's great, man. I, I would love to see her win tonight. Yeah, she's in the conversation. Her, Brett, I think Ruby's in there. Um, yeah. But yeah, and uh, you know, the story they seem to be telling is that Jade's not taking her seriously, yes. which to me is what made me, that's what made the alarm bells go off is like, they're planting the seed for her to lose. Mm-hmm. Maybe they won't actually do it, but um, yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, they should put some of that Layla stuff on the show because it. Yes, she, she doesn't talk on TV, so she can talk too. Yeah, you know? I'm not saying she like you know she's not like a <laughs> she's not Brit, but like right, she's she hasn't uh, like her attitude's kind of neat, and she's kind of aggressive without being. Uh, without losing any of her baby face shine. I think she's wonderful. I mean, that match, I know you didn't see it, but that match she had with Camille at that NWA show. I good heard it God, was good, man. yeah. Yeah, like Camille's, she's cool. She's okay, but like she's not, she isn't ready to have matches like that often. Layla pulled out of her. Uh, this, let's have a little look at the chat here. It's feeding us some stuff. Uh, will Powerhouse Hobbs hold a singles title by the end of 2022? I'm going to be honest. I'm going to say, if so, it will be near the end of 2022 and it will be the TNT title. Yeah, I would agree with that. We both love Hobbs. I think it's fair to say he's a way away from being a world champion in a promotion that's so heavy on like twenty-five minute main events. Is that fair? That's fair. And and I again, you know, I, I love the man. I'm just I'm just being honest. It's, I say the same about Ward. Like like I think they're both tremendous and they could be big time stars. With what AEW's about, I don't think you're going to see him in main events for a while yet. And that's fine. You know, that is what it is. Um, Jack here saying, fuck the haters, keep doing your thing. I want to be clear, like, there wasn't haters. I just <laughs> get that, like, some people were like, my God, this is a long show. And it yeah. is. So I'm not, I'm not, like, everyone's trying to love and being supportive. If I just, I, I just mean, let's be clear. It. Like, if I saw a five hour podcast, yes. I'm not going to watch it. So. Exactly. I don't listen to any fucking podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> this is fair from Josh. I feel like at this point, anyone watching is already poisoned brain to the point that we will watch most, if not all of it. No offense. Sorry to hear that. Um, Pillar fired up for the Adam Cole Bay Bay and all that good stuff. Now, I want to talk about this. You said you mentioned there's four matches. Does that tell you that the Lambert thing is going to be a match of sorts as it's like kind of an open challenge thing? Or does it tell you that there is some sort of wacky segment that is not even announced yet? Because what segments have they announced? Suzuki, is that it? Yeah, Danielson and Omega. But like, I don't think that's going to be a long segment, do you? Probably not because they don't really do long promo stuff. Um it's interesting, right? It feels like something's up their sleeve, and I don't want to work myself into a shoot with that again. Punk on commentary is going to lead to something. Yes. Um, 
clearly, you know, Taz, I don't, I don't, I don't doubt Taz will be on commentary with them, but something will happen there at some point in the night. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I mean, it's a, it's a weird, a weird vibe tonight. I think like not in a complaining way. I don't want to sound like I'm like knocking it or anything. It's just, it doesn't feel the same as it normally does. Like, there's le- they've announced less stuff. I mean, that's a real thing. Like, I I must admit, I am I'm not worried about it. I still enjoyed the shows. Like, I said this on a distraction. People got kind of mad at me, but I do think there has been a noticeable difference to Dynamite since Rampage arrived. And I don't think it's because they're spreading themselves too thin. Like, I mean, objectively, they have enough talent to do two shows, three yeah. hours of TV. But you can tell that creatively, they are like adjusting stuff. You know. Yeah. And I do think, like, since, on average, since Rampage, I think Dynamite's been, like, a seven. Before that, it was legitimately, like, averaging at, like, a nine. Does that make sense? Like, it's it just feels a little different, man. That's, it's not a bad show. It's just, it, it's adjusting a little bit. It'll get there. I think it was also, um, it's not fair to expect them to, to have the month that they had um, yes. all the time. Like, that was a month of special shows, and it, you know, we're slowing back down a little bit. We're getting back to normal. Um which is fine. I mean, yeah, it's it's all. I don't. I keep saying weird, and that's probably not the right word. But it's like we've gotten hit with all this new talent at once. Yes, and so we're still finding how it's, everything fits. It's a unique time in yeah. wrestling ever. Let's be honest. It's an incredible roster that was already struggling to make sure everyone had something worthwhile, and they actually try to do that. Like it's yeah. you know a thing. And then you've added, as you said, three major players or four with Ruby. By the way, how funny is it their adverts now are just like, see these new four wrestlers? Yeah. <laughs> it rules. It rules so much. Here's one for you, man. This is, a, this is a good one to throw your way. Because Josh asks about the the cut sheet match. You were in the building for this thing, right? I haven't heard what the rumors are. What are the rumors? The rumors are that it sucked. And there were some rumors even that she'd have got shot on in a, a lack of respect for the business. I'm not going to lie to you. If it happened, I didn't notice. Um, right. That could be totally on me. Um, but yeah, I didn't notice. Maybe I wasn't paying that much attention. I don't know. Um, I mean, I, I remember being surprised that like right. the, I can't, I'm never, I'm not going to remember her name, but I was surprised that she was wrestling the woman she was wrestling. Um, yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. I did, I definitely think something happened there and I just missed mm-hmm. it because they don't, they air everything. I, I, in your defense, too, like I haven't done one of those tapings. Tape a lot of uh, tape a lot of squash matches, right? Like dark is, you know, it's it's a, just a recycling. You said to me that I think, yeah, you know, I believe you said this. Like Bunny came out with with Butcher and Blade, turned around, came back with another. Literally, Blade, turned around, like, came right back out. It's a literally a recycling thing of like just squash matches. It's I can get why you wasn't paying full attention to every beat of the Sheeta match, you know? It was also that I, you know, I knew I was going to watch it again on Monday. So it was like I didn't need to. Right. Like, I go to the live shows for the atmosphere and, yes. like, the, um, you know, I was in the corner. So the ring post was blocking half my view anyway. Um, so, yeah, I, I probably just missed it. But I definitely, like, I didn't even notice they cut it till my wife said something. And it's like, because, yeah, they don't cut anything. So something happened. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I'll, maybe we'll find out in the coming days. Dave uh, believes I'm a bit harsh, which is true. Um, I did not love 
the show that Shoot attended last week. And I did not say this to Shoot on the phone because he was at the <laughs> show, so I'm not an asshole. I'm not gonna text him. I didn't I thought it was a seven, you know. I didn't think it was like a home. And again, I'll be clear about it. My standards are now very high for this show. It doesn't mean I think it sucks. I'm just saying. But I would have given the show last week like a B, which is good. Yeah, that's what I was about to say is like that's where AEW is right now is like we're talking about sevens and Bs and like people are getting mad at us. And it's like that's where they are now. Like Mm -hmm. they had one show. They had the one show a few weeks ago that was – Borderline actually bad, I would say. That was um, the only one. Yeah, the rest yeah. has been fine. And I wouldn't even say it was bad, but it, I mean, you could. Right. I wouldn't argue with you if you thought it was bad. Is the way I would put it. But um, yeah, I don't. It's just. I mean, like I said, it's we're in such an adjustment period, yeah. and it's going to be this way for a while. We need to get past. And I hate to word it that way because I'm excited for it, but like we need to get past the Arthur Ashe show. Um, we need to start getting more towards full gear um i think hangman's coming back soon which is a whole nother thing we're going to add to the I mix just, this is the thing i this may come across negative but i don't even mean it that way i don't think we're ever going to settle down again brother well that's I true think, too yeah i settle down's the wrong word um but no i get you like it feels in transition and like rampage obviously will become more familiar right like yeah. that's one thing that will definitely be but i have to say in terms of like talent coming in and out or in, not out, I guess. It feels like we're in for just just years of craziness, right? Yeah. It does feel that way. Like I, It can't last forever that Sean has new contract news every single day. <laughs> but, like, the read on it from my position is Tony is just like, we're loading up, brother. Like, we're, we're getting ourselves in a position where we can fill two two-hour TV shows every week with all-star pro wrestlers. And yeah, he doesn't give a shit. Coming, so. Yeah, I do too. And I've, I've always said, I think you nailed it when you first said that'll be that'll come with the TBS transition. I think that's spot on. Um, but I just, you know, I think we're going to get some new faces and I think maybe a new face next week. We both agreed Arthur Ash for Bud Matt. Like we actually think that's where he's going to be in, right? That's what we, you and I believe. Yes. Um, it's make it hilarious when it doesn't happen. Yes, uh, because we definitely haven't talked ourselves into Bud Matt debuts before. Um, you know, I think... I don't get ahead of myself. I think Kevin feels like a lock for the start yes. of, you know, or February next year. I personally think Gargano. Um, if not Gargano, I think at least two or three NXT mainstays. It's going to be a crazy time. And here's the biggest thing I have to stress, and I know that our chat knows this because they listen to the distraction for some reason, but here's the deal. When these dudes leave, everyone is going to do the thing where they say they'd be better off in MLW or RH. But, like, listen. Tonight they have twelve thousand people there for dynamite. We're, we're it's now becoming the equivalent of saying someone should choose Ring of Honor over WWE. They're going to get anyone that, that they right? want to get. Yes, like it's the game has changed now, folks. Like they've left this pandemic. Before they were like the big brother to all of these little promote these other promotions, right? They're in their own house now. <laughs> like it's, they, they are now alongside WWE as the big two. And and that was always the case, but it's shifted dramatically. Um, yeah, it, like, how does that, when I say that to you, and I think you agree, how does that make you feel, the idea that, like, the idea that it could just be, um, it could just be this way forever? <laughs> I mean, I think it's going to be this way for quite a long time. Um you know, eventually things will normalize. But, yeah, I mean, look, 
there's going to be a lot of people unhappy about what happens last night. And I'm not going to go like, I didn't watch it. I'm not knocking it. I'm not, but there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be like, Hey, I don't fit here anymore. Um, you know, whether true or not. Um, personally, I think Gargano will stay if they let him stay. Um, mm-hmm. That's not based on anything. I don't know anything, but like I, that's the impression I would get is like, unless they basically don't offer him a deal or they offer him considerably less than he's making now, I would guess that, that he would stay. But again, I could be, could be totally wrong about that. Been wrong before. We all thought Adam Cole was staying, which in retrospect was really stupid of us. Uh, yeah. But it's going to happen a lot. There's going to be guys that we can sit, we convince ourselves to stay in. And then they're going to leave and be like, why would I possibly stay there? It sucks. And we're going to be like, yeah, true. You know, I don't think there's any way in hell Kevin Owens is staying. I don't think there's anything they could do in the next three months that would convince him to stay. The thing what is really interesting, like, the perception element of it is something I talked about with um, with Cole. And I think when you saw he got him go on Twitch and his whole fan base being like, fuck yeah, he's an AEW. It's a big thing, man. You know, like you don't yeah. want to be, you don't, listen, this stuff gets out there however it gets out there. But you don't want to be the guy that then it's announced he's re-signed for 25 years to sit and do, you know, because fans... They kind of just concede and give up. Now, I will say this. Um, I want to send love to my countryman um, and national traitor Pete Dunn, <laughs> who took that shit off my hands. Because I did not I didn't want to do that, man. I'm sorry. I'm so I'm sorry. I, I just I, I didn't have say, a place for him, brother. He can't talk at all. Um I watched the first four minutes of NXT last night. Um before I turned it off because the lights were giving me a headache. And that's not even a bit like LA night came out and there was all these blue lights. And I was like, I can't watch this and turned it off. But I do need to apologize for saying your accent's worse than Pete Dunn's because he talked there at the beginning. And I was like, holy shit. He's terrible, dude. Like I'm not, I'm not even trying to be a dick here. Like everyone dunks on the modern wrestler being an in-ring guy that can't talk. Pete, the accent is, you know, Brits will tell you that's like an infamous accent. The Brummie accents is a thing, okay? But, like, the way he talks is, like, the most pro-wrestler shit ever, man. Like, it's like, come on. You know, where's the where's the juice? Because let's, let's have some energy. It just feels so false. And he's doing this, like, badass shit. And he's, I mean, look, he could kick the shit out of me, but he's not bad. Come on. You know? <laughs> like, you can't, look, again, I know I sound outdated with this stuff sometimes, but he is, how tall is Pete Dunn? 5'8"? Probably, yeah. I don't know for he sure. He weighs 170. Like, yeah. I don't need him going out there as like some sort of fucking shooter in the professional wrestling business. I get it. Small guys can be shooters. I understand. But my God, pal, I just I just think he's, a, like, to me, he's a guy people be like, he's a future WWE champion. I'm like, well, fuck. I mean, that will be something to see, brother. I don't think he's ever going to get called up, and I don't even mean that as a knock on him. I think he's like a trainer, producer type guy, which is what I think yeah. Gargano is going to be. I Right. Um, like and here's the thing, Jack says he's elite work, he's a great worker, and like he is. I'm half doing a bit with the national trade. Like, he's tremendous. He's prolific. He could have a good match with anyone. Yeah. I just didn't need him in this particular territory because th- when you bring a guy in, you have to push them somewhat. And like I don't want to see him pushed in this promotion, you know. <laughs> here's the thing that, that I think is a real thing now. Um he is a tremendous worker, but a lot of people are tremendous workers yes. now. That's not as unique as it used to be. Um, and I'm not knocking him or anything like that. But, like, you know, there was a time when, like, if you were a tremendous professional wrestler and you were on TV, like, that made you unique. Mm-hmm. That's not that unique anymore. Like, I mean, there's there's 30 guys that are elite. 
you know, I mean, WWE's in-ring product is better than it's ever been, I would yeah. argue. Um, I mean, that's the in-ring is certainly not why I stopped watching it. Like, um, and again, like, I think he's very good. I wasn't against him coming over if it happened, but like, he's not, he's not, a, he's not a difference maker. And I'll be honest, I, I don't think Gargano is either. And I, I like Johnny. I've got, a, I've got his shirt on now, which I wasn't even going to acknowledge as a bit, but I decided to do it. Um, but I mean, I don't think he's a top guy in AEW. I, don't I agree, that. but my God, like in terms of matchmaking, I find Johnny a lot more exciting than Dunn. Yeah, well, like infinitely more. And he, I've been told that that he's there was a stretch where I legitimately couldn't stand him anymore, um, and that's after he was my favorite wrestler in the world for about two years. Um, <laughs> but I've been told he's toned a lot of that down again. Yeah, I don't know if that's true because I don't watch it, but um, he turning heel helps him because. I think some of it's confirmation bias where like people just decided they hated his matches even after yeah. he changed them. Like he's I don't know, man. Him on a hot TV show, like having just great matches, pops me. I'm sorry. Like he never has done that. <laughs> like he was on tape to NXT at his peak, you know, like him being in arenas working fucking Andrade in a 15 minute TV opener where they talk about their history. Like yeah. That sounds tremendous. I mean, I will say somebody posted his theme on Twitter yesterday, the old Rebel Heart theme, yeah. and I played it, and, man, it all came back. I was wow. like, let's get this dude. Like, let's get him in. God bless. There's going to be people who are going to dunk on him, and we'll pretend he's still bad when he's not, like you just yeah. said. Um, but, yeah, he can do some stuff in AEW, that's for sure. I mean, I, like I said, I don't think he's a world champion or anything, but um, – mm -hmm. But he could definitely do some cool shit. And, and you know, if he wants to go to Japan and do that, that's the cool thing about AEW is you can do a bunch yeah. of stuff. Um, Just yeah. be Johnny Wrestling and fucking rock it across the world. That's the that's the gig, right? It's... Johnny Wrestling versus the American Dragon. The one you said to me on text, him and Christian. Yeah, that would be a blast, man. Yeah, that's good stuff. Um, By the way, I don't want to get into this too much, but you know, like you talked about how people would dunk on him. I wanted to see the reactions to NXT, so I like did the hashtag deal and like scrolled the you know how many of our friends that always liked NXT and defended it have decided it actually sucked all along is one of the funniest things I've ever read. Like I couldn't believe it. Shoot, and we have multiple friends that refuse to watch AEW Dynamite because they loved NXT, and their take yesterday was, "Thank God it's changed. NXT sucked." Yeah, I'm not going to comment on that. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know you don't care about this, but Jack brings up the Good Brothers, which I, I by law I have to uh, bring his comment up. He talks about the idea that when AEW signed the Good Brothers, Impact will vanish from the vicinity of <laughs> AEW. <laughs> In all seriousness, like, what the fuck are they going to do in their contracts? Like, that's such an awkward situation. Like, if they just bounce and they're like, yeah, we're signing for AEW, like, what? Like, that kind of feels like a bummer for Impact. I don't know. Maybe they don't care. I don't know. Why? My react, I game. Why would why do they need to sign him? <laughs> yeah, That's I mean, the thing that becomes yeah. interesting for me is like, why why do they need to sign them? Why wouldn't why wouldn't Gallows and Anderson want to keep getting a paycheck from Impact and still do everything they're doing? I mean, I guess I guess you don't have to worry about the the political part of it or whatever you want to call it, where you have to work with Impact and figure out what you're going to do, but. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, is, it's hard because, like, look, bless them, but like, where do you even, like, if they are full-time, 
where do you push Gallows and Anderson in that tag division? I yeah, they could leave tomorrow and I wouldn't care. They don't really do anything, right? <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know. background players. Um, I do like the machine gun Carl Anderson, but I don't know if we're allowed to like him anymore. That is true. Yeah, we're allowed to tweet about how we think Matt Riddle is the future star of you know WWE. But if I tweet, I like the machine gun Carl Anderson. I am scum. So um, difficult Lord, situation. Man, you are, huh? You're locked in today. Oh fuck it, man! I don't care. <laughs> Things are changing soon. It'll be okay. Um. Anyway. Do I have to turn in my fleet card if I think Rick Steiner rules? Yes. Jack Crosby has already been banished from our group chat. I do think, look, um, my buddy Kyle made this joke, and I'm going to steal it because it's hilarious. Um, Hester, if you're you're falling for another guy named Braun in the Fed again, I mean, that's on you, pal. <laughs> no, I, I, he's probably really good. I'm not. Yeah, he rules. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's a Steiner. I'm sure he's cool. I'm not. But that joke's funny. So, <laughs> listen, man it it rules. Like the the idea that we're gonna just get back to a wrestling should be where they just have these big fucking meatheads. This is the way it should be. Forget all this signing great independent wrestlers and just making them like crowbarring them into Vince's brain. Like, just let him have these big bodies and pop himself. This is the way it I'm, should be. Like, no, look, it's as a you know, as we're AEW fans. I mean, that's we've made that pretty clear. I think we, we have. We're on, we're on a show called Fleet Week. Um, I don't even see why you'd be upset about this because it's a it's a plus for if you're an AEW fan, them transitioning to this is great news. Like they get to pick and choose who they want from the indies now because WWE's not and I yes. I do think that's a little bit exaggerated. I do think they're still gonna sign some people that, you know, I like I don't I don't buy that they're never gonna sign anyone from the indies again. But um yeah, I mean I it's a win-win. I mean, I'm not gonna watch the show, but so I don't really care if it's good or not. Um, but in the meantime, they're just going to keep handing yeah. talent over. Like, great. I'm all for it. Yes, they've conceded on the the wrestling landscape, basically, right? They've just said, yeah, fuck it. We're going to have fun over here. And we're going to the sell these dolls. The fact that he's not Rex Steiner is just elite WWE need, right there, though. We need to talk about this on air. You got very aggressive about Lily and, Char and Charlie the dolls. That was like, yeah. I was like being really positive about that and getting myself some Twitter likes. And I, you text me like, I am fucking enraged. I'm going to put my, my fist through the wall. <laughs> That's an exaggeration. I'm pretty sure I texted you, ha, 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 in all capital there was letters. Definitely, there was definitely one, though, where you was like, I'm actually angry about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's know, something, man. isn't it? I, I respect it on like a... I just respect it on a level of, you know, like Dusty bringing up the polka dots in every shoe interview and being like, I got it over. <laughs> Fucking come at me, you know? Alexa taking the dolls and making them a thing is tremendous stuff. I'm sorry. It just, it's good performance art. It rules so much that this is what Fleet Week ends up being every time. <laughs> well, I was just us talking about WWE. Yes. And the diet. Yeah. Yes. Am I, have I been that crazy on this show? Reese says, hold it on a tear. Have I? You've had a couple ones that I wasn't willing to respond to, and that's usually the other way around. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize. Okay, fine. I'm going to try and rein this in. Anyway, just talk a little bit here. Oh, about... God. That's such a great idea. That's something I would do. That last yeah. comment in the chat. Um, 
just have somebody have something on fucking AW and name him Rex Steiner. I would totally do that to pop myself. <laughs> that rules so much, dude. Bud Matt doing it would be <laughs> incredible. Hmm. Um, okay, let's talk briefly about these C shows. Jeremy's going to be here soon. He's going to talk about his birthday the whole time. Coward. Um, Sorry to hear that. You were there for a, you were there for elevation. Daniel Garcia, Lee Moriarty. Um, do those guys move as quick and as slick and as smoothly as they appear to on the television set? Because yes. holy shit, they're so that quick. match was tremendous. Yes. Um, and that's a I don't know the right way to word that. I would almost say it's a hard match to get into live. Um, mm. but they got the crowd. Um yeah, that ruled. Um Lee Moriarty is special. They need to start doing yeah. something with him pretty quick. Don't they don't need to play around with this uh having him on dark for three months or anything like that. Like let's go. There's nothing we need to wait for on him. He's got a unique enough skill set that that he'll get over um just having him wrestle. I think he's like Every time I talk about him, I feel like I'm slighting Daniel Garcia, who I think is very good. But Lee Moriarty's like shooting to the top and see, it's just, I think he will stay. I mean, mm-hmm. Reese mentions those two being Danielson opponents. And obviously, that's yes. inevitable. But like, I would be tempted once Brian's had like two free matches, I would be tempted for him to just come out and be like, I'm going to fight Lee Moriarty this Friday on Rampage. <laughs> and yeah. like, people would kind of be like, why? What? And the idea would just be Brian saw a prodigy and wanted to wanted to wrestle him, you know, and have a babyface match that goes 15, 20. I think he's absolutely, yeah. I mean, you'd have to probably stop Brian from putting him over because he's like, you know, yeah, baby steps. Mm-hmm. But you said the word unique, like the way he moves, he has a physical charisma that I think is very unique to where he's at in the industry. Like, I just think he's he's incredibly special. Um, that was the obvious standout on elevation, other than King. Um, what, what are you popping at? Is it the chat? No, I changed the lights. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, that was the obvious highlight on, on Elevation other than, you know, classic Kingston stuff. I will say the Butcher and the Blade, you guys popped huge yes. for them. I mean, for Butch. Like when Butch came out, it was like this big roar. Um, Butch rules, man. He's dropped some weight too, right? Mm-hmm. He's just, they're just both really red. Fucking rules, man. Ty J looked great too. Um, yes, they're honestly, dude. And I'm tr- I'm going to try and phrase this in the most wholesome way. I don't think you're, gonna, you're not going to let me, but they are like actually a money act. Like they're yes. so they're so cool and awesome and just they clearly yeah. have like a connection and they both have physical charisma. Um. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> you were really trying to. Yes, I was. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, you can you could tell that they're like working on tag team stuff together, and um, I mean, I think it's pretty clear we're getting them against Penelope and Bunny soon. Um, yeah, they need. I, it's probably too soon to do it, but like their future women's tag team champions, I think pretty yes. clearly, um, you could create a division just for them. I mean, Penelope has turned a corner also in like. I mentioned a few weeks back about her not being mean enough. She's getting there, man. She's really, she's been really mean the last few times I've seen her on TV. Like she's, she's ramped up the intensity a little bit. She's more aggressive. You know, I like it. 
I didn't realize that her and Bunny were like actually close and have been for a while. So that rules too. Um, yeah. I mean, I think they should start building a tag division. I think they have the depth. I mean, that's the difference between them and WWE. Not um, WWE has the depth, depth, but it's split up into a bunch of different divisions, and they're not. Um, I think they could. I think they could easily do a tag division. Um, I do too. It would probably the, be a good way to get more, you know, women stuff on TV too. Um, yep. Which it, again, it adds something, right? It can, yeah. you know, you could do a rampage main event with the tag titles line has a lot more resonance than just like here is a match, you know, yeah. like it works. You um, can put Swole. Swole's got chemistry with everyone, so you can put her with somebody. That's um, the spot for her. Yeah, I think a tag team run is, would really help Swole a lot, actually. Yes. Because I agree with you, she has chemistry with everyone. I just think extended singles matches, I think you see her flaws more, you know? Yeah. But she's great in a, in a tag spot. Um, I don't know if Tasha Stills is coming over anytime soon, Reese. I think she's got a while left on her deal. But I could, you know, I don't know. Um, you could put Kira and Diamante together. Yeah, you could do that. Um, um, I right, still Diamante think, is tremendous, by the way. Yes. She's great. I still think you bring in, um, what are their names now? The Inspiration or... Cassie yeah. and Jet, like, I don't know if you sign them, but there's definitely some matches you can do. I like if you're going to do a tag division, you bring them in. Um, it's so interesting that whole thing that, that they that they're not bringing them in. <laughs> yeah, because Spears was like, yeah, like publicly campaigning for them to sign his wife. Yeah, and uh, it just appears that this is a case that we may see with Bray, where Tony just thinks they suck. Yeah, I don't know that they can hang in the ring. Um, but I do think, like, I, I literally think you bring them in just to have Ty and Anna beat them. Like, I think that's I think that's a thing that you can do. And, you know, I mean, I'm not, you don't need to give them legitimacy. That's not the right word for it. But, right. like, I think having them, I think doing that match that, let's be clear, all four of them want to do. Um, yes. They've all made that very clear publicly. Um there's no reason not to do that match. That's a good rampage match. It just, I think the big deal is Billy, right? I think Peyton is objectively, whether you think she's great or good or average, she's objectively good enough to be in their division, right? Like, let's not pretend that they're, you know, they're so they're so deep they can't have Peyton. But I think Billy, and there's a lot of question marks about Billy's in ring. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> like there was some stuff that was. Brutal, you know, I, I get it. I would love to see Billy as a manager, though. Yeah, I would too. And then the question becomes, and has always become, is Peyton good enough yeah. to make it worth having Billy as her manager, right? Or would she just be a middling? I don't know. You know, it, it's it's a bit at this point, and we t- but we brought it up in world class, or our world class thing too. Like, I would legitimately, like, yeah. Billy with Buddy Matthews is a great idea, I think. <laughs> like, I do too, but he's going to be spooky. Yeah, I know he's gonna be with black, but he's gonna have face paint. He's gonna have just, the other half of his face painted from what Malachi has, and then people are gonna be like, "If you put it together, it's a fully painted face." Genius. <laughs> the thing about um, the Iconics is like they're popular, and that still matters, man. Like that's the thing that I, I think people forget about that, and I do too. Like if you don't like an act that like they suck, and but like. They're legitimately popular. Like having them come in even for a short run would be like people would care about that. 
Yes. I think, I'm going to be honest, I think it's objectively kind of wild they're not there. Yeah, me too. I really do. Like, we've seen, look, bless Julia Hart. She's wrestled on television. Like, she's 18, I think. Like, it's not like they're, it's not like it's fucking, you know, stardom and they're sitting there going, well, yeah. <laughs> like, you could eat. I, I think it's weird. Um, Sean mentions Paige Van Zandt. He's backstage. I saw that she was in Dan's photo. Um, I just wish they'd all fuck off, to be honest. Shoot. Yeah, that whole thing is something. Um, there's that other girl whose name I'm not going to remember that's apparently supposed to be there too, the judo champion. Kayla um, Harrison. Yes. Um, here's my thing. If Paige Van Sant or this Kayla Harrison girl, you know, if they're going to wrestle, then then fine, let's do it. But if they're not going to wrestle, then what are we doing, man? Like, what's the point of this? Just standing around watch Dan cut the same promo every yes. single week. It's weird. I don't know. Um, I don't. Yeah, the the, the Dan Lambert thing. Um, and you see, P. I see people in the mentions on the tweets that are like, "This is great heat." Like, I was in that building on Wednesday. It's not great heat, man. Like we, like, they were chanting "Shut the fuck up" at him, and it wasn't immediately. Like, <laughs> yeah, and this wasn't like, "Oh, we're playing along with the act." It's like we don't care about this, man. Like, <laughs> what do we? I don't. I don't know. It, it's just like this. It, it feels like it's a rib on Cornette, which it's probably not because Cornette and Tony seem to be making up a little bit if they were ever not. Um, yeah, it just doesn't fit. It's not. This isn't what AEW does. This is Fed bullshit. That's, yes. If I'm being honest, that's exactly what it is. is it's Fed bullshit. Anytime you have to explain bad television with the explanation of it's good yes. heat, it's WWE. We should get away from that. They've, they've avoided it mostly for two years. That's, let's not do it for Dan Lambert so he can bring in Paige Van Zandt to pop a fucking ESPN tweet. You know, it's not... Yeah. It's one thing, again, like, if they had Masvidal wrestling, I would get it, because like, he is a celebrity to some extent. Like, come Paige on, Van Zandt's going to wrestle. I think that's a big enough deal to justify it. But if she's yeah, not going to wrestle, yeah. then what are we doing? It's, she's definitely not a big enough to do that to just like stand there, like because you're saying yeah. like, she needs to, do it, you know. But whatever. Um, anyway, I mean that Kayla Harrison girl, if she wants to wrestle, I'm all for that. She seems like she's got a personality, and yes, you know she's got she's a legitimate judo champion. And the only issue I think is uh, besides maybe Layla, like who do you really want to see a legitimate exactly. champion wrestle in AEW? I um, that part's tough, but. That was an issue with Ronda too, though. If we're being honest, like it was Ronda, so it didn't matter. But it was like every match she had, it was it was weird. We're not supposed, weird like, we're really man. supposed to buy that Ronda's going to lose to these women, <laughs> like because you remember they did the deal where like she worked as like an underdog babyface against Nia, yeah, and then they like course corrected and she killed Alexa, but then they just had her wrestle Alexa in a normal match, and it was like yeah. And they explained it as that she didn't know how to professional wrestle. So that when she tried to professional wrestle Alexa Bliss, she really struggled tactically. Um, the chat just popped me because they're right. Ty Conte is a black belt. So oh, yes, Ty should just let's kick do the that shit match. <laughs> Ty yes, should just squash that. Yeah, no, I. Let's be clear one. though, Ty. If we're be if we're, if this is a shoot, Ty's going to get knocked out because this is an Olympic champion. Like this is not. Disagree strongly. Ty's got a pump yeah. kick, brother. Take you a long way. Um, <laughs> Dave, Dave's here, to, and I agree with him completely about how weird the dynamic is of, of wrestling 
uh, MMA, that crossover. And, you know, I remember when Brock and Kane had that weird fight where they did like 90 seconds of MMA and then he tapped him. And like people actually logged on and was like, good shit, really realistic. It's like, well, like, I didn't realize this is what we watched wrestling for. I'm sorry. I, I missed Yeah. I will but, say yeah. that I don't care about MMA at all. So, yes, you've been very consistent on that. I respect um, it. Um, now, Jeremy Lambert is supposed to be here, but guys, he will be here at some point. It's his birthday. Maybe he's partying. I don't know. I mean, um, I wouldn't be here on my birthday, so I'm not really. Mm, I love you, Joseph, but like. I don't know if I believe that. I feel like you're going to message me on your birthday and be like, we're doing a 28 five hour grin today. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just leave at different points to collect presents and then return. <laughs> Okay, now where are we at? Because this is what everyone's been waiting for with this deal. Because we've been the we were the absolute leaders in the AEW Dark in a studio discussion. Like no one else gives a shit about this. Yes, I cared so much that I was upset they didn't have like a promotional video where Eddie Kingston was on theme park rides with Orange Cassidy. The, I thought they should be like promoting it, like it was a, you know like an event. It was in fact not that. They just showed up and was like, "We are here at Universal Studios doing Dark." Um, Fair to say it looks better on TV than it did in pictures. And I thought it looked fine in pictures, but, like, it looked pretty good, right, on TV. What was your thoughts on the whole presentation? I loved it. Yeah. I loved the feel. Um, crowd was into everything. You know, we'll see how we'll see how that is in four weeks when we're, you know, six hours into that taping. But um, I liked everything about it. I liked the promos they put in it. I think they need to do even more of that. Great. Um, we talked about this before, and I'm still like, I don't know why they don't take that road to stuff and put it into dark between matches. I mean, I feel like more people would see it that way. Um, actually, I do know why they're doing it it's for ad revenue, but to me, I would put it on dark. Um, but yeah, I like that. I was worried about the the doing commentary, you know, after the fact because sometimes that's really obvious. But I think they did a pretty good job with that. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know. I I. Right now, my reaction is I don't really ever want them to put Dark back in the arena. <laughs> yeah. Like, I really liked it. I, it. It was nice to have a show feel different. Um, yeah, I, everything was good about it. I am, so I liked it. I'm slightly torn in, in this one sense. So, firstly, my instincts as a wrestling fan are I love how, like, bare it looks. Like, it is literally studio wrestling. They're not trying mm -hmm. to pretend it isn't. However, there is like a tiny piece of me that wants it to look as wacky and as sexy as Worldwide did back in the day because Worldwide looked insane. Now, I get why that isn't, you know, that isn't the play here. And I, uh, the biggest thing, and I text you this, and I think it was clear on the show, is the people that attended this taping were there for dark, which meant yeah. any match that had any kind of pulse, they popped for. And they popped for every squash, which when you do Dynamite is never going to be the case because people are there for Dynamite, right? right? Like, it's just a different vibe. So I'm all for it. I liked it. There is just a thing in the back of my mind that's like I'd like to see him experiment with the with it a little bit because worldwide looks awesome. Though, too. Um, oh, for sure. I think this was yeah. kind of short notice. I think. Yeah. Um, it was. I will say when I realised they were doing it in post, I was really pleased that they didn't like. Taz was more crazy than ever on that show. Yes. Which is a big thing. Let's be honest. Like we don't need Taz being like controlled via post, and obviously AEW wouldn't do that because they're good at wrestling. <laughs> That's part of the appeal to the sea shows for me is the commentary, yes. legitimately. Like um, Taz and Excalibur are incredible together. Taz and Tony were good together. Um, and then just Elevation is insane with their commentary. So, um, <laughs> how much did it roll when they were like, maybe we should get rid of Excalibur? And then Tony goes, where would we be without him? And Taz is like, well, I'd be absolutely fine. I thought you're talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the cow, the cauliflower alley thing. I laughed that was the so best. hard. Yeah, that was actually like an outward laugh for me. That was, it was his delivery, right? Yeah, like Tony had incredible timing. <laughs> it's so good. And you can tell that King's always just trying to bring it out of him. So it's just great mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, like Paul is, Paul is made better by Eddie's presence, but he definitely falls into the background, right? Fair to say, like he, yeah. it's Tony and Eddie, and Paul sometimes comes in and pops, you know, like it is what it is. It's fine. The universal thing will be interesting to me because this week was the easy week. Yes. How will will the show feel like it's in its own bubble three weeks from now, or will they actually still be tying stuff together? And like, you know, because they actually did stuff on this show. Like they did the Layla and Jade build, which I thought was really cool. Um, Spears was talking to Darby during his match. But Mm -hmm. like, are we going to see stuff like that three weeks from now when like, I don't know. Tony probably has this stuff planned out where you could do that, but. I don't know. And I didn't read the spoiler. I made a point to not read the spoilers very closely. Um, like I looked for like the matchups, but not like what happened. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, that's half the appeal to me. Uh, like some of the people they brought in um, really cool. And I think we'll see that going forward. Um, you know, if you're taping once a month or once every six weeks or something, you can get a lot of top indie guys to. Right. Cause you gotta remember this one was on short notice too. Um, in the future, when they've actually got it planned out, they could probably get even more guys. You know, right now it was like, who's available, who's not booked, you know, who can be here. I don't know how, I'm sure it wasn't quite as, as rushed as it appeared to us where they announced it like two days before. I'm sure right. they, but still, I don't think it was, you know, months in advance. Um, That's going to be the end. Like, I hope they keep bringing people in because that's really cool. And that's what NXT used to do. Like Absolutely. that back in the day, like that was how you got into NXT is you, you showed up. Not if you were like a top guy, but like, that's how Gargano started in NXT. Um, yes. Do you remember that? They were like, they, they were literally, their characters were the indie guys. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, it almost felt to me like they were recapturing the magic of original full sale NXT, um, which is fascinating to me. And that's not, a, that's a smart play, I think. Um, because people loved that. Absolutely. I So two things I think are interesting. So to your point about how kind of current the show is, I think it's fair to guess that we're not going to see stuff as overt as Spears talking. Yeah. You know, I, I think just because even if he has it planned, it's like they won't want to mess that shit up, right? Like if someone starts trash talking a match that's been changed, it's, you know. Yeah. Here's the big thing, though. I think that Layla and Jade deal may have been taped dynamite because like that backdrop looked like they're just throwing up a dark version of what they haven't got. Now I don't know that. No, you could hear the crowd in the background. That was there. It was. Yeah. That crowd was not, that wasn't it. a, that wasn't a full arena crowd that, cause you could hear them like cheering in the background. Yeah. That was, that was that studio crowd. See, when I heard that, I just thought maybe they'd like put that over the top. No, that's possible but, too. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> even if not though, the point is they could easily do that, right? Like you could yeah. easily tape stuff everywhere and then just insert it. Like you I mean, I think they're going to do that, yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's ways to do it. The big thing for me on a, on a negative side, and I don't know how this, this will work, um, I'm really intrigued to see if this results in more guys going to TV and just sitting around. Yeah. Because, that, because they were taping four television shows here for the last six weeks, whatever it's been. It's not even that, right? It's not been that long. But I... 
it was basically a case of if you were at TV and you wasn't like taping a promo or doing something else, you could just you were gonna wrestle. Yeah. How do they maintain that balance? Is it just does Elevation just have more squash matches? Or is it a thing that we should be slightly concerned about? I don't know. What I don't do even think? think you can do that. Because, like, yeah. you know, we were in Cincinnati for almost four and a half hours. And, like, I don't think you can add a bunch more matches to Elevation. Um, I just want, like, the play to me, the obvious play, is that you don't make everyone come to TV anymore. Um, and... You know, some people will be happy about that. Some people will not be happy about that, obviously. Um, but, yeah, I think I think having them not come that week is better than having them come and sit there and do nothing. Um, but, yeah, that's going to be really interesting. Um, I'm not as concerned about it as you are. I do. You know, if we end up with people who come to TV for a month straight and don't do anything, that's when we're getting into... Um, Which I don't see happening, to be clear. Yeah, if you rotate elevation around, where yeah, maybe some weeks you are going to come and you aren't going to do anything, but you are you'll be on the next week. Or I think I think you know it'll be okay. There's going to be people that are upset, but that's going to happen anyway. Um, We kind of had that conversation about Brian Cage. Like that is one thing that is a real thing around AW right now, especially with some of like the really hardcore fans that that freak me out a little bit. is there's this belief that everything is sunshine and roses and that it has to be sunshine and roses. There's people, I guarantee you there's people on this roster that aren't happy. Um, yes. and that's fine. That's the way, that's the way jobs work, man. Like yeah. that's going to happen. Um, you know, how does it manifest itself? How do they handle that? Those are real things that, that are interesting to find out. Um, the cage thing is fascinating to me. Um, you know, they could very easily take him off TV. I don't think they're going to do that, but like, that's an interest. That's interesting. It really is interesting to me to watch how they handle that. And we won't really know for sure because we don't know what they were going to do anyway. Mm -hmm. Uh, So there'll be that thing where, you know, if he loses to Ricky and he disappears, people are going to assume it's because he was talking shit on Twitter, but maybe that was going to happen anyway. Um, Maybe that was why he was talking shit on Twitter to begin with, because, you know, you know, Um, you know, I agree with you. I, if I'll be honest as a fan, I love squash matches, but I would kind of be down for Elevation becoming like, you know that match they did on um, Elevation where it was like Death Triangle versus the Dark Order? Yeah. And they advanced the Dark Order's thing. Like, to me, that's the perfect Elevation match. At this point, let's be honest, okay? You don't need many more diamonds in the rough at this point with this roster. You've got so many guys. I would mostly limit the real tryouts to the studio. Yeah, I would too. And then make Elevation, like the tier one guys working. So like, for example, um, I would have no problem with Elevation featuring a match such as Lee Johnson versus uh, Sean Spears, main event of Elevation, right? Two signed guys that that obviously, like Lee Johnson can lose that match and not be hurt. I think it helps Spears more than him beating a local. I don't think it needs to be on TV though. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's, I, I think, think elevation as the bridge is perfect to me. I think I like the idea of being like two um, competitive matches, and then the rest are the squash matches, um, which is usually what they do. I mean, um, 
to them, Sky Blue versus Nyla was like a feature match. I don't think it. Yeah. I don't think it. We thought of it that way, but to them, that was like a main event to them. And then obviously Lee Moriarty and and Daniel Garcia was a was a to them was that's a, I think that was supposed to be yeah. a feature match. So I think every week it's usually like two feature matches and then squash matches, and I'm fine with that. Um, I actually really like Elevation. Um, I wouldn't mess with it. Uh, I do. That's the other issue too. If you do that, then you're gonna have even le- less matches on the show. So then you're going back to your other issue is there's gonna be even more people right. not doing anything. I think you you know there's something to the idea of doing like a big tag on every elevation, like they used well, to do on so. Dynamite. Um, yeah, and they've kind of got away from that. Um, I would like that. Like every week, just have like this cool like eight man tag, and so you know, people you can, see everyone, right? Yeah, yeah and, you can, and you can have like a rant, and you get, like I like when people you wouldn't see together are together. I've always liked that about professional yes. wrestling, not like the can they coexist stuff, just like weird combos. Um, yes. So yeah, you could play into that. I think that's something they should probably do is do more um, like eight man, six man, right. six person. Eight I person. agree. Yeah, I, I completely agree with your core point of like you don't want to mess around elevation. It's actually probably my most easy watch of the week. You know, I mean, it's such a fun show. I just think there's probably room for more. Like you can beat some of these guys, right? Yeah. Like Colt Cabana, just Brent and Bruno in the chat. Like he can lose a singles match on elevation and not, you know, like right. <laughs> I don't think you have Colt factored in, so to speak. Like. You can, I just think you can play around with that stuff. But I agree with you that generally their format um, is very, very good. Now, you mentioned it. Um, you know, the the stuff they see as a big match. It's fair to say, I didn't... When I saw Layla Hirsch and Kylan King, I was like, that'll be fun. I didn't appreciate... Like, that match was really good, man. And we already put Layla over, but that match earned it. How, that was tremendous. I am very high on Kylan King. Um, I have been. She did a match with Jade a while back, and I tweeted out, like, these two could be long-term rivals. And I legitimately mm-hmm. believe that, like, if you presented Kylan correctly, because they're kind of both the same size, and they're like... Right. I, I think she's very, very good. Um, I don't think she gets the attention she deserves. Um, it's probably coming. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, she's very good, and that match ruled. Like, not even, like, in a seashell way. That could have been on Dynamite. or Great. Like, that was a tremendous match. I have to say this, and I may you may disagree with this, but I don't know. The fellow that Sean Spears wrestled, Cash, he has this kind of he's got yeah, a he, good build, you know. He's a pretty the Iranian guy, isn't he? He's twenty one. Wow, I didn't know that. Match. He's kind of a serious prospect. I, I didn't. Know, I watched the Spears match. I guess a three minute match. Spears is such a good pro that he can do those matches in his sleep. But like, I thought his stuff looked really crisp and like. I, I don't know. I feel like I've seen him before on their shows. He's right? been on, yeah, he's been yeah. on before. And I, I, I think I've pointed him as some, like I forget, but like he always physically stands out to me. He's build, you know. Now, to be clear, guys, Cage could be wrong. He could be 45 for one. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just telling you, I clicked on his deal and I was like, wow, that's, that's pretty neat. By the way, 2.0. Here's a, here's a take for you. Top 10 squash match guys for me. You know, yeah, they're know. awesome. They pop me so much. Like them being complete dicks. God, it rules. They're going to, they will rule even more in that setting too. Yes. Because they're just funny. Um, yeah, I, I'm a big fan of 2.0 and I will admit that I didn't really know anything about them. 
besides like seeing ever rise rules on my timeline like i didn't really um yeah i don't know what the hell i don't know why they're here thank you well, they got themselves like, over that yeah that's what i mean like i don't like they should still be there so the fact that they're here is great <laughs> that's like a fascinating one to me so Reese brings it up. This is correct. He had that match with Derby where Derby gave him everything. It was in the empty Daily's Place shows. Remember when, remember when they recently returned to Daily's Place and taped like 24 hours of Derby? Yeah. <laughs> um, on that, they did Cash and Derby and, you know, they talked about their background and all that good stuff. I, I remember that. Um, dude, Willie Utah was, this was maybe my favorite Utah like tag showing in AEW. Yeah, I like, I like Utah. I do too, but they really did a good job of shining him here, and he got over big with this little crowd. And that look, that isn't a, maybe that's not a big deal to everyone, but I think that's hard to do sometimes. Like yes, you know, Orange and Chuck, and they pop huge for stuff. He's where he, where is he at for you? Because he's definitely linked to these guys in the business. Like, where is he at for you as someone that's seen their AEW work compared to Moriarty and Garcia? I would put him below Moriarty and Garcia. Yeah, um, I would too. But I think we've not seen his best work because a lot of I people agree. tell me, um, you know. I don't. I don't think that he's far behind them. Um, I think the best friends thing is a weird fit, um, which is you know he's obviously actually friends with them and you know, but like I, it's just hard because you know he's replacing Trent and you know I like Trent so it's um, yeah. I think I think the I think the interesting thing for him is when Trent comes back, what do you do then? Um, I think that's when things get really interesting for you to. I think, unfortunately, he's got a while still yeah, until yeah, that happens. Yeah, he's out for a while. Um, it's a shame, man. Bless Trent. We love the Trent. Um, where are you at on Jorah Joel, who's got, I mean, great look, right? Obviously, they're trying to tap into the idea that he's going to help them in the Indian market, which, I, you know, I love that little promo did where Matt was getting into translate yes. and he was being an arse. It was good stuff. It, you know, Matt's good at just shtick, right? Progress and shtick, but... He's a guy that sometimes I watch him and it's like, man, he's real green. And I saw him in this tag and I was like, there's good stuff there. I mean, I'm not saying he's going to be the world champion, but like, I've liked some of the stuff I've seen. Where are you at on him? He's solid. I mean, I, I think he uh, he deserves to be there would be how I'd put it because you could see where it could be someone who didn't deserve to be there. Um, plus, he's endorsed by the modern-day Maharaja Jinder Mahal. So Dude, that was the, the way that you transitioned from the topic of someone being somewhere they shouldn't be for the Indian hey, market. No. That was disgraceful. You should be ashamed of yourself for that shoe. I saw what you did there. No need for that. Jinder will be in the fleet soon working Evil Uno on AEW Dark Elevation. Hey, look, I was one of the first people on the Jinder bandwagon when that happened. So he still works there, you know. Did you know that? Yeah, I'd heard that. Yeah, sorry to hear that. Um, Fuego, listen, if Tony Khan wanted this to be WCW Worldwide, he hit a home run putting Fuego in there to work. What was that gentleman's name? I'm not going to remember his name. A local, yeah. a local lucha who inexplicably took the whole match and my Fuego just hit his finish. <laughs> I think he's like a well-known uh, guy. If I, I may he be is. getting confused, but I want to say he's like a maybe Detroit area. This rules because I'm probably totally he is, wrong. He is Detroit, yeah. Okay. He is yeah. 42. Yeah, I knew. Yeah, he's like a legend, an uh, indie legend. Um, I didn't know this. I'm sorry. Good stuff, yeah. shoot. Good, good look at you go, man. But like not in, you know, like 
it's like the old type of indie legend, not like the PWG type of indie legend. Right. Like he's the old, he's an actual like local. Well, now they're telling me he's decently traveled. So I'm talking. He was right now. He was hilarious in this. <laughs> he was. He just kicked the shit out of Fuego and then the old then lost. Fuego being signed is such a bit. Like I can't. And I'm not even saying it's wrong. Like I like it because I like. He's the lowest guy on the roster, right? Yeah, they. Like, yeah, that's, that's the point. That's the the fans got him signed. Like that's a real thing. And we all love the wrestlers from yesteryear that were famous job guys. I got no problem with it. Yeah, but there is nothing more worldwide than giving one of those guys a win because that is the show. Obviously, you're going to do it on right. Like he will wrestle, you know, twenty matches, however many actually. I don't know. And he will lose almost all of them, but he will get like five wins on the studio shows. And God bless, man. That's what you're I want them I to do it. that more on those studio shows. Like I want to see Baron Black win a match. Yes. Like that guy's lost like thirty matches. Like. He's good too. Yes, he is. Put him against another one of those guys and and let him win. I must admit, I really love this. Even though I said earlier, there's that little part of me that wants him to get creative. I love that this show has its own identity because, as much as I enjoy Taz and Excalibur as a team, it did always feel like the afterthought to me of the week for AEW. And now with the studio setting, I know for a fact it's going to pop me every single week. You know, like now, in the same way. Elevation becomes more special because that's the arena C show. Like yeah. it helps both of them, right? Like it's just I don't I think mean, we look, we probably made a bit of a, you know, feel pretty thought it was insane for how much we could talk about an imaginary studio setting. <laughs> but like actually seeing it in action, I was like, yeah, I feel validated. This rules. This is good well, old fashioned pro wrestling, baby. The thing is, like, we didn't start that on our own. Like Tony literally said they were gonna do it, and like nobody really talked about it. It was like a non-story, but we were yes. like they don't Hell care. Yeah. <laughs> no one cares about the studio. Yes. That's the one thing you like. You know, you mentioned the colors of NXT, you hated them. I will say, I like that they didn't hide the fact that they were in a studio and they yeah. shot the seats because they always get scared of that, right? We have to black it out because it's too, you know, we have to make it look like we're in a studio. It's like, no, there's, there's 500 people there, bro. Like, just light it. It's fine. It wasn't even the. They. I haven't watched WWE in so long and they do like the laser lights and like the, I just, my eyesight couldn't handle it. Like, I'm sure if I sat there and watched it for a while, I would have adjusted, but like that it was a very drastic reminder of the difference in production production between the two companies, like the way their shows look. Um, Yeah. I just, it was too much for me. I couldn't take it. (laughs) Have you, um, I feel like they did this before you stopped watching. Have you seen those deals they do where they like flash like a 3D graphic on the screen when someone yeah. comes out? Yeah. What the fuck? Who? Why? I don't know. I never understood it. It's hilarious, right? Like, how, how are we going to spin that if AEW starts doing that? They won't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, they won't. <laughs> You're right. It's, it's outrageous. Um, now, I think Jeremy's not joining us. Seems like he's a coward. Um, Okay, that's you know what to the guy. Uh, I lost it to Rob in the chat. I I feel you on that. Let me turn this off for you. Oh my God, augmented. <laughs> <laughs> I want to keep the people happy, man. Yeah, that's fair. What um, rules? Is, this will be here forever, and I'm just gonna call back to this like oh, randomly throughout our shows. Shoot, look at this. Look at this. What I've added to our, our game here. You ready for this? 
<laughs> Ready? There's more. There's more. There's another one. This rules. What happened? I won. Oh, this is a problem. <laughs> this is a big problem. Should we share this StreamYard deal with Joel Pearl's uh, channel gimmick? And I legitimately, in the middle of tonight, I was halfway to adding like 25 Twitter clips. So, and I was like, why am I doing this? He's not even going to have a show anymore. I'm just going to shoot to him every... So I, I stopped at those three. Okay. For now. I mean, ironically, I picked two of which are definitely going to get us in copyright trouble because they are official AEW themes, but fuck it, you know. Isn't there like a, don't we have to play them for a certain amount of time or? Yeah, which I'm sure we'll never do. <laughs> <laughs> we would never make a mistake like that, right? I agree with this. Tommy Suicida says, oh, Joe has too much power now. Give Jack it a couple Ray, weeks. Bray <laughs> Wyatt's not coming to AEW. Oh, man, that's good. we're going to have to do a live show tonight when he shows up. <laughs> Rick Flair's going to debut in the theme. Bray Wyatt's going to kill him. The friend, Wyndham Wyatt. I don't see it. I just don't see it. I hope not. Anyway, I got Bob's talking about AEW. I like the Dark Order and wish they would stop fighting each other. Well, that's coming, Bob. You'll be happy soon. He's not used to wrestling that makes him happy in the end. Um, anyway, to be fair, uh, like, I, I mean, they wouldn't even be together anymore. <laughs> so yeah. that's what have happened a year ago. Did you see this? Shoot, Rick Flair's comment about. I didn't see it. He goes, I shouldn't laugh, but fuck it, it's funny. He goes, you know, just for things are fine and looking up for me. <laughs> he did like, he did like, oh, they're coming to get me again, baby. Here they come. Incredible. Do you see his picture with Sting? Yes. Oh, that it's made me very happy. I think they're going to wait a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> That's on Thursday, right? And that, that show, the episode's on Thursday. This went tomorrow. So. It'll be peak TK to just fucking debut him tonight. Anyway, though. <gasps> My God. My God, uh, it's the birthday boy. Well, now I got to turn him back on. Apologies. Yes, oh. Joseph, Happy I birthday, did. Jeremy. Joseph, I did a bunch of drugs and took a long nap. Sorry to hear that. We're happy oh, here. Was, I don't know. Yeah, it's very good. Look at Shu trying to work his fucking I had dropped it because I thought I was done with it for the day. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot 2.0, brother. Gotta respect it. Wow. Um, how's your day been, Jeremy? Uh, it's It's been, I don't remember most of it. It's been good. Did you buy yourself any action figures? No. What did did you I eat get? birthday cake? I did have birthday cake. That's good. You sound like you've had an interesting day. Yeah. Um, good Lord, man. <laughs> I, literally, I literally just woke up. I took, I did. I did some drugs and took a long nap and I just woke up. And see, I... shoot, you see what I'm saying? Like, you think I was getting out of hand on here earlier. This is the lead wrestling writer for Fightful.com and that's it three <laughs> times in one minute. I did a lot of drugs. Why? Then... Twice. Twice. Okay. Thanks. I did one. Fair. Um, Jeremy, did you like to talk? Weed. I just, you know, I just did some. This, okay. I did about 5.30 and I was going to take a nap and I'm like, I'll take a nap and I'll wake up at about 6.30 and then I'll 
uh, join Joseph and shoot on the show. And I woke up and it was 720. Hey, hey Jeremy, you know what? Do you want to know my folks on that? Oh, no. no. Uh, you've learned you've learned how to use videos. Yeah. I can see all of them too. Oh man. What happened? I won. It's been a little bit of a little I played that one because I saw it. I played that because I saw it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tremendous stuff. Jeremy, do you want to talk about the, the all elite fleet or do you want to talk about your birthday? Um we can I, I wanna say that AW Dark was good. Um good. I like to the, hear that. I like the Universal Studios setup. I think we kind of talked about it, Joseph. Like the pictures, you're a little skeptical on it, mm. but like seeing it in action, it looked good. So it did. Like we were pretty fired up about it. Yeah. Um where are you at on so earlier? What did we say? Shoot, we were at seven each for the for Dynamite excitement yeah. scale. Where are you at, Jeremy? We was we agreed it was kind of a weird show tonight. You know, it's obviously a bridge to our fresh, which is kind of a bummer for the twelve thousand people in attendance. But fuck <laughs> it, it'll be okay. What do you think, Jeremy? You're a big Adam Cole Bay Bay fan. There you go. Um, did you know that it's all? What was his song? What is it called? I was going to do it. All about fight. the boom, boom. Oh yeah, because he does that. Yeah. He did do it though on Wednesday. He, he did. Didn't he didn't do it with the boom. Yeah, no, he, he missed out the time. He doesn't he know the timing. I didn't. He research. does two things. He does the click. He yeah. does this thing, and then he points, and I he did. missed up the timing. I don't know. I think that was on purpose. I don't think he's going to do the boom thing anymore. Oh, he did it. He did it him. when the song. He did it when the song said his name. God, I did. this is the fucking nerdiest conversation. <laughs> no, no. Listen, I did research on this. So the the oh. ad the, all about the boom. It starts at obviously the very beginning, but it also does it at 40 seconds yeah. into the song and like a minute and a half into the song. The WWE song does it like in at about 55 seconds. And so he's not used to it. Is that is that the whole take? No, that's not a take. That's research. I did research on when the boom is on the AEW song compared to the WWE. You okay, song. man? <laughs> Joseph and I are like trying so hard not to, <laughs> not to just attack, attack the wounded soldier that's joined us on the stream yard. Your birthday, so I'm not gonna. Um, are you gonna attack? It's Jeremy. It's do you think you can beat up Adam Cole in a fight <laughs> right now? No. <laughs> do you okay? Do you think Tony Schiavone could beat up Adam Cole in a fist fight? Yeah, Tony Schiavone can probably fucking throw hands, man. He's seen some shit. You shoot. What do you think? Tony can hardly get down off the ring apron, guys. Like, I don't... As <laughs> nah, we found out on. last week. He's working. That went on for an uncomfortable length of time. And he was like, step down. Nerd. He got out on the like, apron and he was like, oh, fuck, the steps are not over here. <laughs> How brutal is this, man? That Rob says, every time I see the Paul White one, I think of the best kept secret story where Joe thought it was Bud Matt. Yep, Jack Crosby, too. Oh, Crosby. What what coward he turned out to be, right? He's fuck he's traded his fleet card during NXT Jack. Oh, is he? Yeah. yeah. NXT big, was good last night. Big Steiner Jr. guy, man. Him off. Ah, he does kind of rule though. We gotta talk about we gotta talk about NXT. Fuck NXT. Here you go, Reese. <laughs> Reese's got a good one. Top five fleet members, roster members you can beat up right now, Jeremy. Oh man, again, there aren't many. Um <laughs> 
Maybe we'd have Serpentico. Just the idea of you fighting these people is so funny. <laughs> I don't know. Shoot, is there anyone on the roster that you could confidently say you could beat them up? No. <laughs> There's a lot of people on that roster. There's got to be somebody who like yeah. I can like catch or something. Marco, catch. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I've I seen like enough. Marco, man. Marco I've rules. I see. Yeah. The chat is naming women, and I was not going to do that. No, that's <laughs> is that nice. a problem? No. That's yeah. inappropriate. So we carried away here, guys. God forbid we get inappropriate on this show of all shows. <laughs> nah, negative one carries that fucking Dude, oh, he'd beat the shit out of me. Yeah, he'd beat the shit out of me, too. <laughs> I'm not hitting a kid, man. Like, I'm going to get my ass No, beat. I'll punch that's a kid. Point. Fuck kids, but, like. It's just the thought of you fighting fucking negative ones. It's incredible. Like, you, like, standing over and being like, hang on now. It's not going away. <laughs> I tell you, we couldn't be up, guys. Mr. brings out in the chat. <laughs> I want to get, I want to make it shorter every time. You know, like, I speak. totally off the rails. <laughs> Good, it's perfect. Um, I'm just over here changing my lights every two seconds. That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> Anyway, uh, what else? Do we, is there something else we need? Jeremy's really, I'm concerned about my friend Jeremy. Lambert. <laughs> I got to cover Dynamite tonight. Don't tell anybody. I'm I mean, you literally it. just told you know, I did, yeah, like, a lot of people. I do appreciate you just came on the show and was like, here's the crimes I committed. <laughs> it's not a crime. I mean, no Dude, we live it. in the same state. It's still a crime here, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> This row rules. <laughs> I don't even know what we're supposed to be talking about anymore. I don't care. Who I'm, cares? I'm, I'm half tempted to just interview Jeremy Lambert in his current state, and I'm, the other half of me is like, actually, no, leave Jeremy alone. He's going to go very badly. Matt, do you remember when he started talking about his research about Adam Cole's family? We both, just like, <laughs> we both lost 15 brain cells. Jared, the, Joe and I, like... <laughs> We're sitting here on these, and I swear to God, it felt like Joe and I were staring at each other. Like, do we say something? <laughs> it's highly credible research, guys. You just, like, it was the way that you had no punchline. He was like, so he doesn't know yet when the boom is. And I looked at you, and I was like, are we supposed to talk now? <laughs> it was, that was up there with me, with me setting up a hour-long conversation about what the third national promotion should look like and going, Bob, your thoughts, and then going, maybe shoot some theme parks, it'll be okay. <laughs> Everyone in the chat is calling me a cop now, so yeah, you're things are going things are going well for me today. <laughs> <laughs> How great was it when after the late night grin, our friend Rob O'Neill explained to one of our great patrons that he keeps it brief because he doesn't want the show to go six hours. Like he's keeping stuff in the chamber. <laughs> <laughs> he gives answers and goes, I'll leave the rest. Fuck it. They don't need more. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't going to bring that up. It was so funny. How great was that tweet? She, seriously. God bless Bob. I love him so much. All I remember is, and this is for real. I texted Joe and I was like, all right, I'm going to bed, man. <laughs> and two seconds later, <laughs> I get the tweet with like all caps. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. 
<laughs> it just said like, look at this shit in all caps. Someone tweeted Bob about like, like in a joking way, it was about how he didn't talk much during the four hours and 43 minutes of wrestling conversation. And Bob legitimately replied to him was like, listen, man, you know, I don't want to be a six hour potter. You know, I don't go too in depth on that show. Like it was... He's, he does he does uh, three minutes on our show. <sighs> just the idea that there's like an alternate Bob and he just like keeps saying, oh, they don't need me doing that today. I'm just going to play my role, knock down some shots and we'll be okay. <laughs> there is. Alternative Bob is Draft too. Bob. Draft Bob goes in depth. He does. Yeah. What was we talking about? <laughs> Did you say shoot that he talked for three minutes on our show? Too? Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. The Oracle, him. the Oracle of Wrestling, he adds a certain you can tell that Bob even further kind of got you know guard up. Because I fucked Bob when I made him list his Mount Rushmore of the Ruthless Aggression era, and he just fell into every trap. Like he was like Shawn Michaels, Edge. And like the, the Oracle's licking his lips. He's so fired up to just fucking bury Bob. It's tremendous <laughs> stuff. Great audio. I'll what was you gonna all, say, Jeremy? I don't know. I'll watch all 80 hours of that one day. Hey Jeremy, would you describe Sean Spears as a chair pervert? Um, Wait, where does, is this coming from? He does really like chairs, doesn't he? He does. Do you like chairs? I'm sitting in one. Fair same. Um, this was a good bit. Oracle bearing oh, Tyler God. Black. Hey Jeremy, what do you think about Tyler Black? Seth Rollins. I was like, who's Tyler Black? Yeah. Um, Seth, he's he's fine. <laughs> Great stuff. Shoot, <laughs> <laughs> sure, you don't want to talk about Tyler Black, right? Jeremy, how long seconds wise into his theme? Dude, I didn't realize you were talking. Like your mouth wasn't moving. My new gimmicks to put the mic right in front of my face. I've been doing this on purpose the whole show. <laughs> like I'm just gonna sit here like this. <laughs> Right, what, what were you saying? Shoot. I don't know. The joke wasn't even funny anymore. Right, I was going to ask right. you something about his theme, and then I remembered that's not his theme anymore. So Seth Rollins, he burns it down. Yeah, that's not his music anymore, is nah, it? It still says burn it down. Watch the product. It says it like two or three Absolutely times not, now. no. You didn't watch, is, you didn't watch SmackDown was, on Friday? It was a good no. show. What was Bray Wyatt's really funny theme when he was the fiend? No, not that one. <laughs> Anyway, but no, you know when he was actually the fiend, and it was like, "Whoa, what did it used to shout? What did, there was like a thing it used to say." Did it? Hold on, I am the it. fiend. <laughs> oh, <laughs> apparently hurt Renee's heel? no compete has expired. Yeah, her heel. Yeah, Renee yeah. in the chat here, Max says Renee's no compete has expired. Was there on the dynamite tonight? That's good. Oh, I hope so. It's sweet. Did you see her? She was on. God, I can't believe I'm about to say this. She was on BTE this week. Yeah, uh, you send the clip, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, she did I send that? Okay. Walked by. Hey. Yeah, that promo, like his reaction to Helton Bar was so good. Man. Yes. Just screaming at the top. He's like, God, they rule. Um, Her in the background, like realizing that she'd walked into the camera was so, I'm so glad they kept that in. <laughs> she like looks around like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Joseph. Her. <laughs> Heal. Yes, there you go. Her heal. Sorry yeah. to hear that. Her heal. Yeah. Her heal. Yeah, hit Reese's one as well. Her heal. Reese's one's better time to play the theme. <laughs> <laughs> you smell what the fiend is cooking. 
<laughs> Dude, imagine the fiend went to Impact and just did Triple H cosplay like Yoshi Tatsu did that one time. <laughs> oh, that would be fucking awesome. There is it like a 50-50 that he comes up with a new character that gets over huge, and the other half is that he goes full EC3 and loses his fucking mind, right? But he yes. could completely lose the plot. Wish, wish your money on for that whole thing. Shoot is very confident he's not coming to the fleet. So I'll go to shoot first on this because I want to just sorry, Jeremy. I'm I'm giving you time to prepare your answer. I'm doing I'm, you know, shoot. You don't you don't think he's going to AEW? So here's a quick quick like you know just broad strokes question. One year from now, when the late night grin is the biggest talk show in the world, where will the fiend Bray Wyatt be? What promotion and what will be the perception of him at that time? He'll be an impact. Yep. And there will be like eight people on Twitter talking about how great he is, and no one else will care. Jeremy. I don't think he's gonna go on. He's going to the fleet. Um, I think. I think he ends up back in the Fed. God, that fucking rules! <laughs> Look at <in> my eyes. <laughs> I can say with certainty that he will not be on the late night grand. Imagine how awkward that would be. Actually, that, uh, yeah, I'm kidding. I would totally have him on the late night yeah, grand. That would rule. We would bury Bob so much for confidence' yes. sake. All we, all I would do is take all of my takes about the fiend and say they were Bob's takes. <laughs> Dude, I legitimately this is not a bit. I actively logged on Twitter the other day to type in my name and Gargano, and was like. I scrolled for a second. I was like, "Fuck this! I'm not doing it. I don't care." Like, I don't. Yeah. Even, I don't. Even, you did that with Punk, right? You said that on the yeah, show. I, I, I deleted right? some tweets. <laughs> Fair. I should probably do that. Oh my God. <laughs> Jeremy, have you deleted any tweets about professional wrestlers that are soon going to be in a promotion you actually like? Nah, I'm not a coward. coward. Gargano has heat with Jeremy. Bray Wyatt tweeted nah, me. Me and Gargano are friends. Mm, sorry to hear that. What are you going to say, shoot? Bray Wyatt tweeted me once, and I responded, and he deleted his tweet. Did he oh. say her or heel? I bantered him. I bantered him down. It was an all timer. What did he say? Wyatt's a coward. I don't remember what I said, but he like quote tweeted me and got all of his followers on him. And so I just responded and asked him um, his thoughts on uh, Finn Balor's dick not being in the video game. Deleting <laughs> 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 his tweet. <laughs> what is what happened? Huh? This is a couple years ago. This is when Finn's dick was the main character of. I kind I kind of started that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it still is. No, but it was like a classic before the Robert O'Neill section of Twitter was actually named the Robert O'Neill section of Twitter, right? Yeah. Fair to say, shoot. Yes. How did that happen, by the way? Uh, Voices of Wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, but how many? How did so many legends get dismissed for the name of Robert O'Neill? Because he was the really... biggest nuisance of them all. He was fucking awful, wasn't he? Remember how much Bob sucked. Just every day, just fucking getting mad about something, pretending that Raw was good. <laughs> yeah. I love when, when Shoot just bites his tongue on stuff like that. <laughs> I was honestly waiting to see if he replied in the chat to, to see if I was going to bury him or not. He's, Why he isn't he on this show? Where's O'Neill at? He's a fucking mark. He's not invited to this show. Oh, um, okay. It's only for card-carrying members. You're not actually allowed most of the time, but this is a special occasion for birthday. I'm best you friends with people in the fleet. Yeah, but you're not like fully licensed as a member. Why not? Because complaining isn't conversation, and sometimes you refuse to conversate. I don't know what that means. It means that you complain a lot. Do I? You got mad at the tag title tournament, and Tony Khan got really upset. 
Oh. And the machine gun Cole Anderson messaged me saying that you were a dick. <laughs> Luther wished me a happy birthday today. He's a very nice guy. Yes, he is. Um, I think he's a patron. <laughs> is he? I think so, yeah. Um, Hi, Robert O'Neill. I have to watch it because I pay $5 a month and needs to. <laughs> I pay five dollars a month as well. Yeah, you guys need to stop doing that for sure. <laughs> guys, what are you doing? Yeah, oh, if you're gonna do it, then I appreciate it, but like you gotta stop. You're on most of the content now. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's outrageous. You can you can pay five dollars a month when when it's just Joseph's Patreon. You don't have to do it when it's both of ours. You mean when it's just shoots Patreon and I'm a guest every week? <laughs> yeah. Are we just putting this out in the public? <laughs> I don't know. I said shoot. I was like this is all I said, right? Sure. I was like, just be ready to license a patron as yours and shoot <laughs> deal with his bulk domains. <laughs> yeah. I own I own latenightgrin.com now. This was basically yeah. myself. This is basically myself to shoot, right? I was like, listen, here's the deal. My whole career could be transforming in the coming months. I don't know for early stages, you know. So like just just keep your ears to the ground, be ready to go. And like after about five seconds of contemplating this shoot, was just like, I'm so fired up to run this Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> That is not an exact. Point. No, that's, yeah. that's the, I was but, immediately pitching ideas. <laughs> I was I was preparing because like guys, there's a lot of moving pieces in this game, you know. And I was preparing to shoot, and I forgot that the way shoot's brain works. If you put something in his brain, he prepares like in in within the hour, he's ready to go. Like he's made logos for both the shows he does. Nice. <laughs> he's he's tremendous. He, you can't like you can't argue with the drawing pair of the confirmed shoot. He's been a game changer for this. I'm for this very, show. I'm very sad that AEW is a bunch of dicks and moved uh, full gear back yeah. a month or a week and to a different location. And now we're not all going to go to the zoo together. Jeremy, come to Columbus and we'll go to the zoo. How far away? Oh, well, that weekend is now free. Do you, shoot, let's go to the Avs and Blue Jackets game that weekend. That might actually be a thing that we'll do. Okay, we'll do that. This is horrible. Now you're planning stuff with me just sitting here watching it. It's disgusting. Why don't you guys go to Clash of Champions and see the Fiend Air Select Blitz versus Charlotte Flair this Sunday? Well, I mean, first of all, it's extreme rules. rules. Follow the product. But yeah. second of all, <laughs> okay, it's tough. I was offered free tickets to that show and turned them down. Wow. What, by the Fiend Air Select Bliss? Yes. Wow. Congrats. Um <laughs> We lost to the school that she went to in football. It doesn't when look I was like a bad school. show, honestly. Like I wouldn't go to it, but it doesn't look like a bad show. Yeah, that's fair. Um, everyone should just give us the one dollar, one pound because we suck, right? In for being honest, I what wish you should all, do is I wish you tell your friends followers. it's good. I wish yeah, all, I should all do my that. followers just gave a dollar. Like I got like five thousand followers, just give a dollar, and then I don't what, have to do any more work. What percentage of your followers do you assume are assholes? Uh, Ninety-nine. How many people wish you a happy birthday today that you actively dislike? Um, I don't think any. I think everybody that wished me a happy birthday I really? actually liked. Yeah. I had a couple. Oh, well. That wished me um, a happy birthday that you don't I, like? No, no, wish me a happy birthday. <laughs> I, lumped your, I lumped your birthday in with like one of yeah, my best, kind of best friends move. for 20 years. Yeah, that was kind of a dick move. Yeah, I, I probably birthday. should have wished them both. Yeah. Wait, who Figured. else is... It's JJ's birthday. Oh my god, JJ's birthday, yes. My god, I should probably tackle that. Okay. That wasn't a dick move. That was a compliment to you, you piece it of was. shit. I put you guys <laughs> on the same level. <laughs> Look at this. You gotta love this. It says, I pay extra so Joe can buy more action figures. Nice. Nice. <laughs> what 
does that say about me? God, that rules. Um, Guys, Dante Martin and Matt Seidel versus the FTR has been added to tonight's AEW. Oh, my God. Oh, hell yes. It's a good match. All right. Oh, that's now a nine. By the way, we we need to talk about this. Butcher and Blade were ranked at number three, which is the funniest thing Tony Khan has ever done. They'd wrestled one match, they were three. They're obviously next in line for the belts. And then FTR will be the title match of the baby. That's what I see. They have one match, right? Oh, they're like seven and zero oh this year. Yeah, but they have wrestled together. And when was the last time they wrestled on Dynamite? Butcher has not wrestled for like four months. Yeah, God bless. They're number one now. So that was they were free before choose on when they came out for the studio show. They were free, and now they're one. <laughs> Wait, so they're, so they're going to wrestle for the tag titles on Friday then. Joe, do you, you think that they're going to do the, the graphics in post or are the records going to be wrong on Dark for the next month? Because that's going to piss me off. If they're wrong, we're going to do Fleet Week every week just to talk about <laughs> that. And then we'll get off. <laughs> we'll just go on air and go, that bullshit. And then yeah, I think Butcher, Butcher and Blade are number one in the rankings. So if they're number one, they're legit going to wrestle on TV for the belts in the next deserved. two weeks. Very deserved. In my I'm opinion. all for it because when the Butcher has to base for Lutri, it always is very funny. But the um, that's cool. <laughs> But the pay per the, the pay per view matches FTR, I think. I think they're getting them ready for that, like in advance, you know? Lucha yeah, Bros, yeah. FTR. Joseph, when do you think the last time Butcher and Blade, not in eight man, six man, whatever, teamed on Dynamite? I'm not even doing a bit here. It may not have been in twenty twenty one. Just what do you what do you think? I'm gonna say it was in November twenty twenty. It was November 2020 against <laughs> Pac and Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> God, that rules. What a great territory, man. They've only wrestled twice on Dynamite, period, and that hasn't been since March. And that I vividly remember. Man. I vividly remember them winning a six-man with, like, King and then Butcher tweeting this was our first win on Dynamite and I nearly, like, wet myself. I was laughing <laughs> that, was de- that was December 2020. God, this is an all-time great promotion. <laughs> yes. It is. Anyway, we've got like 10 minutes to do it. We better wrap this up because it takes us ages to wrap up. Um, shoot, do you want to promote anything? Do you have any closing statement as we move into a new era of the Fleet Week that is not actually a Fleet Week anymore? It's just a show that we sometimes do and we're excited about Buddy Matt. Yeah, I don't really have anything to add. No? <laughs> okay. I'll do it for you then. Fine. <laughs> It should have been the I won deal, but it's a little bit too long, right? Yeah. So the thing, those the things have an immediate pop, right? Like the Matt sound that Bob obviously famously did, which I need to add to the clips. That's a big one. Um, Reese wants us to read the Cody Snoop song. I want you to read it specifically. Shoot, it feels like something you're not going to do. That that's a Bob bit. What are we doing? What are we passing Bob bits to? Yeah, to shoot. I mean, I was going to do it, but that does seem kind of beneath me, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's that's, that's okay. Nick, I'm I'm an executive vice president here. I don't yeah. I don't give do, you this title. Me, okay. he did. Yeah. Fair, dude. In all seriousness, I said this to show. I was like, imagine the Twitter content he will produce if he actually officially takes his Patreon over. Like, imagine the press release he will actually send. I'm like. It's going to be incredible. Uh, you this know, this God bit's God incredible because I legitimately don't actually want to have to do that. <laughs> but you know where your brain works. You would immediately find 101 Shoot, ways I, to make I, it funny. I will say this, Joseph. I, I never want to lose you, but 
but shoots replacing you. Yeah, if I ever do. I'm There's a very good chance that in like two months, I am complaining about being deplatformed <laughs> and cancelled, <laughs> and I'm working with Raj Geary. And if that happens, guys, you're all free to unfollow me because that sounds terrible. I don't want to work with Raj more than anything. But there's a very good chance that I'm doing that. I'm talking about the Metropolitan Elite throwing me out of wrestling media. So if that happens, I'm sorry. Um, I will never be doing this stuff outside of the paywall. <laughs> nah, well, if, if, if things if things work out, we'll, we'll get you on. It'll on, be fine. Yeah. It'll be fine, guys. Jeremy, it's your birthday. Take Is us it? home. Anything to close with here? Oh, no, I don't think so. Watch Big that. day tomorrow, Jeremy. I'm very so okay. So I mean, people, I I put it on Twitter. My mom's gonna be on the show tomorrow. <laughs> Got that rules. <laughs> My mom's gonna give her thoughts on members of the Distraction Universe, and I'm pretty sure she doesn't know who like ninety percent of them are. So she's probably just gonna be like, "Don't know who that is." So it's gonna be a great, great bit. Um, Am I included in this bit? I, I'll ask my mom, what do you think of the confirmed shoot? And she'll probably be like, I don't know who that is. So <laughs> She'll think it was a political event. <laughs> I mean, that's fine because you guys talk about me on that show all the time. And most of the people watching never, don't know who I am either. He's never actually been on the show. Like, you've never Dude, actually been on the really, show. It's really a podcast that has like six, 7,000 people watching it. And we sometimes just like, yeah, confirmed shoot tweeted. And we should, make that, we should talk about it like, like it's, like it's a pod- dining table. Our podcast is the Kevin Nash clip. We're just popping the six or seven people. In the back, like, I just, I will never forget. I don't even remember what it was now. I'm sure you remember, Joe. I put something in uh, in the DMs, and Joe immediately read it on air. <laughs> and I was <laughs> on Twitch. I like, I like, had to pretend <laughs> that I wasn't actually mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't anything really bad, though, right? I don't remember what it was. I think it was harmless. You got to fill it in, man. You got to, you know, it's difficult. Anyway, let's get out of here before we miss Dynamite. Um, Everyone folks, wish me a happy birthday and send me money on PayPal. Yes, do that too. Um, we will see you tomorrow for the Distraction, the Distraction Post Show. Big oh, show tomorrow. Fuck, we got to do a show tomorrow. Yeah, I have a gift for Jeremy. Um, I got to open a gift. This box behind me, if people can there see There you go. Um, the thing Bray Wyatt will be there. The whole deal. Um We'll be there for that. Friday night, the late night grin. We've shoot myself and Bob. Oracle may be showing up after intense SmackDown. Um, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Guys, we'll speak soon. Oh, wow.